welcome back to another episode of Love Yours Podcast. This is your host, Aurora, and how are we doing? I hope everyone had a great weekend. So this week, I'm going to be getting into the fact that it is okay to not be okay. I know, newsflash. So this week, honestly, was a little bit of a tougher week for me. So I figure what better time than now to talk about getting honest with the struggles of working on mental health and the daily challenges that come with it. But before that, as usual, we're going to start with a little check-in and weekly catch-up. I want to know how everyone's doing and obviously share any updates. (laughs) So for me, last week was actually sort of eventful. If you know me, you know I'm kind of a homebody. I love to socialize and I love to do things, but I also keep that to like maybe once a week (laughs) for my social battery but last week I actually went out to Korean barbecue with my boyfriend and a friend from college which was (sighs) healing I mean if you've had Korean barbecue you know like it just hits the soul it's always so much fun great energy soju is non-stop of course (laughs) it's a must and we obviously went to K-Town in Manhattan. It was just always the best. It's so delicious. I could go on forever. Um, I want some right now, honestly. So that made my week. And thank goodness it was a short week following Memorial Day weekend. That was also so nice to have. <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest. I laugh because work has been kind of overwhelming me. Not kind of. It has been overwhelming me a lot lately. And so the four-day work week and also three-day weekend was just really necessary. I was so happy about it. So besides that, last weekend also I got to dog sit. If you know me, you know I love dogs, but I can't have a dog in my little New York City apartment and I miss my dog so much at home, so I was so, so, so excited to dog sit. It was healing. But anyway, um, besides that, I was really focusing this week on getting back into a routine. I feel like after a long weekend, I kind of fall off with maybe some skincare or being active. And, well, you know, that was the plan. Shit doesn't always go as planned, huh? <laughs> I actually had kind of a tough mental week. Um, there was, actually, I had insurance issues, so I couldn't have my therapy session this week. Imagine that. I did not think it was going to affect me as much as it did because I've been doing so well. I've been having a great time. My therapist is A1, amazing. And I felt like I've had a really good grip on things, but, you know, the universe decided to laugh at me. So, no therapy this week means you are all in for it. This is my therapy. (laughs) Just kidding. Kind of. I don't know. Not really. Um, But honestly, I just want to talk about how, because I went through it, um, it was a really great time for me to implement some of the healthy habits I've been working on um, or want to work on. And it was a great time to like show up for myself. If you listen to the last episode, you'll get that reference. So I want to talk about how, you know, it's really not always going to be sunshine and rainbows and that's okay. Open up to you about some of my own challenges and that you know, it's alright to have bad times, but it's just super important to keep going because they don't last forever. Even if it lasts a week, a few days, you will get through it and you, you know, will thank your future self for still sticking to your healthy habits. So I guess with that, that was all really the updates from me and we'll just get right into this week's topic. Topic. 
So being okay with not being okay. Learning to sit with your uncomfortable feelings is going to be a huge, huge game-changing part of this. That was honestly a lot of what I spent my time this week doing. Besides, you know, work and other responsibilities that you have to still attend to, learning to just sit in my uncomfortableness is something that has been at the top of my mind and I've realized the most change from practicing that. But it's not always easy. I mean, as the word uncomfortable is literally in the saying because that's that's what it is. It's not easy to sit here and be like stressed out or anxious and then not act upon it. I mean, your first or at least my first in- instinct when something triggers me and I'm anxious, I feel like I have to react. Like fight or flight mode. I have to leave, I have to do something. Like it's built up in my chest and it's so crazy because it feels so real and so overwhelming that some type of release is I feel like is the only solution, the only thing that's going to be able to solve it. But that's simply not the case. That is your anxiety, that is your thoughts playing tricks on you. But those thoughts take time to rewire because sometimes those thoughts can feel so real. They can feel like the truth, like reality, um, even if that's not the case, which it isn't. And so this isn't to be a pity party for yourself, but definitely feel the emotions. If you are sad, if you're overwhelmed, you're angry, like don't try not to take it out on the people around you. Um, but do feel it, sit with yourself for a minute, recognize it, understand it, but you don't have to identify with it. You are not your emotions. You are not your thoughts. You are a human who has emotions, a human who has these thoughts, and you are not them. You don't have to become them. Um, This is where you can try and take control over it and be like, okay, you know what? I'm anxious. I'm stressed. (sighs) My typical things aren't, you know, my typical releases aren't helping right now like they usually do. It's making me upset and I'm angry, but you know, all, I'm, I'm trying all necessary things, I'm taking all the right steps, and that's the most I can do in this moment. And if I'm still feeling like my anxious thoughts are running, you know, then that's okay. They can sit there. But I'm still going to live. I'm going to be a human. I have other things going on. I have other things going for me. We got other responsibilities. We got places to see, people to talk to, things to do. We're not going to sit here and put everything on hold for these stupid, um, okay, not stupid, but for these annoying emotions that like to creep their way inside your head when honestly it's like the most inconvenient times so we're gonna talk about some ways that i can talk myself out of these feelings or being like frozen um during these times honestly this past week was a little bit longer for me usually i can work through it in a, in a few hours a day or an hour really depending on the situation um But honestly, we all have those moments where it's just not so easy to snap out of. One of the hardest things to do is just sit with it, like I mentioned, but it is honestly the most rewarding when you don't let it freeze you up entirely. I'm going to be totally honest, It, I wanted to take a nap every time I had a lunch break, every day, Um, and one once or twice I did not lie on my lunch break, but other times, you know, I had to go to the grocery store, I had to cook lunch, or how to prepare dinner or clean, like whatever it is, I knew I was going to be more upset if I let 
everything else around me slip even when you know my mind wasn't at its best and that's what kind of keeps me going is like continuing on with your responsibilities even when you're not in the right mind state um it's not easy i understand that um it really just takes practice that's something i've learned um my mom she's gonna love this my mom told me a few years ago when i really first started recognizing my anxious thoughts and like wanting to create a better mindset for myself she once told me that your anxious thoughts are like road paths in your mind and the more you revert to those anxious thoughts and constantly go to those worst case scenario situations or whatever it is that's the easier it's going to be for your brain to think that way it becomes like roads they become beaten down it's your brain automatically thinks that and so it takes time to build new roadways to better thoughts better thinking a stronger mindset that doesn't happen overnight you're literally building new neural pathways for your your thoughts and your brain you're rewiring it essentially and i've thought of that ever since i've started this little growth journey because it's so true and it's you know you're gonna go backwards sometimes and it's okay just be patient with yourself. Growth is not linear, and I will probably say that 9,000 times because I even need to be reminded of it. Um, we're human. And honestly, if you just sit and figure out what the heck is going on inside your mind, figure out why you are feeling a certain way, not just blaming it on an event, but why would this event trigger you? And think through it because you could really get down to the deeper root of solving another I don't want to say issue because that's like rude, but something else that triggers your anxiousness or your spirals or you're just get, when you're getting down and depressed and a moody type of mood, this is an opportunity to to figure out and, and maybe work so that way sometime in the future when something like this happens again, you don't react like that and you, you take it head on and you are in control of your emotions and you don't let it debilitate you or freeze you up and you grow. These are the moments that matter and can make a difference in that next step so i'm always reminding myself when i have these days weeks whatever it is that i'm a human who has thoughts and who has emotions i am not my emotions and so i sit here and sometimes i'm literally out loud like what the heck what it, what is good what am i afraid of right now i'll tell myself aurora i'm safe i'm strong i'm healthy i'm capable i have food i have water i have a job i have a home what are we afraid of i got myself I always have. I have always looked out for myself. We've always been fine. We have money. We have food. We're stability. Like, it's okay. Whatever worst case scenario you're thinking of in your head is fine. I'll even go as far as to tell myself, I know I'm trying to protect myself, but I promise it's okay. Brain, we can rest now <laughs> because especially the worst time is at night. And I know so many people can relate to this. Nighttime, our brains love. Love. To go or at least I mean if you're anxious like me <laughs> brains love to just spin and think of every like worst case scenario of everything and plan for it like why is that necessary like I want to sleep I love sleep so I literally will tell myself brain shut up stop this is done this is not helping why would I put myself through something twice if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen we'll freaking deal with it okay let's not go through it twice we're gonna relax we need rest and we cannot rest when these thoughts are going 1,000 miles per hour 
And honestly, sometimes saying it out loud like that is what clicks. Because then I feel like I'm in control. Like, no, no, no. We're not spiraling right now. We're sleeping. And if we still feel like this tomorrow, we'll deal with it then. But tired and anxious and stress is just like not a good combo. So one of these things are going to have to stop. And now what's cool about all this is, you know, in me taking the time to sit with my feelings and really try to get a grip on them and understand and work through them that way when things come up in the future, I can do better for myself. I found out, well, honestly, I kind of knew that. I'm, I'm an, okay, backtrack for a second. I'm an empathetic person, 100%. And honestly, I thank my mom for that because she <laughs> is so empathetic. She would feel bad for like getting rid of stuffed animals as a kid. It was, <laughs> it was so funny. She would feel bad for hitting a pinata if it was shaped like an animal or, oh, so funny. Anyway, I, I'm an empathetic person, but with that means when the people around me that I care about or love or I'm around a lot are going through things themselves, even if it has nothing to do with me, it, I have a tendency to let it affect me. I will also kind of feel what they're feeling and, and feel this need to, I want to help and uplift them. And I'm realizing though that that affects me a lot more than I can handle and a lot more than I should let it. You know, it's, I think it's really great to be empathetic and care about others and be able to understand them on that type of level but you need to have a certain boundary for yourself where you are still taking care of yourself and not letting it affect you on on that type of level where it ends up being a few days before you can snap out of it because at the end of the day those aren't your emotions they aren't your responsibility and others should be able to handle and regulate their own emotions and if you're taking those emotions on and you and you can't do it in a healthy way, like, that's only going to be harder for you to build a healthier mindset for yourself. And I'm saying you because I'm talking about myself, too, especially right now. Um, and, ugh, I felt the effects of that. Um, and really, there was no one else to blame but myself, because I know if, if someone I love is just going through it and I can't help them, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Like, I pride myself on being able to be there for those around me and support them and make them feel better and sometimes that's just not the freaking case and it's not my job you know sometimes it's not and aurora i'm talking to you girl we got we gotta fix that but it's okay <laughs> it made for a great topic didn't it i'm loving this so along with this when you're working through your uncomfortable feelings i found i have a tendency to beat myself up and I'm sure others do too. And this is, again, totally normal. Totally normal. Sometimes I'm literally in a state where I'm like, okay, girl, we've been like this for two days now. Like, can we, can we stop? Like, can we let it go? Can we move on with ourselves? But honestly, I think the more you beat yourself up over it um, and get stressed, it's almost like the more it is at the front of your mind and like the worse it's going to get. So the harder I was on myself on trying to like shove these thoughts and feelings away obviously the more they were like pushing themselves to the surface like figure your shit out <laughs> sorry grandma she's not gonna like that i said shit um but for real that's what it was in the moment you give yourself that grace and allowance to feel these emotions and be like you know what okay 
I'm anxious. That is one valid. No one can tell you. Otherwise you are human with a feeling. You're, you're allowed to have feelings and that's that. There doesn't need to be any other argument had. So one, you are allowed to be feeling this way and you are human and that's okay. You don't need to have a reason. Sometimes it just happens. Second of all, patience, especially if it's hard, you are doing your best that you know how to do in this very moment. And that is all anyone can ask. And that's all we can ask of ourselves. How are you about to like get mad at yourself for doing the best that you know how when you're going through this, you know? And that's sometimes what snaps me out of it is like, what else could I possibly be doing? I'm doing everything that I've, I've learned, that I've talked through with my therapist. I'm implementing these healthier habits, patience and practice. That's, that's what it's going to be. And you're going to freaking get annoyed with yourself, but you got to forgive yourself too. I mean, we're so quick to forgive others and give people a second chance. Give that freaking patience to yourself. Love yourself. You like that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love yourself. <laughs> so back to not being okay. It is crucial, crucial during these times to practice those healthy habits. So they could be anything from practice self-soothing, taking care and taking charge of your own emotions. So practice self-soothing, getting outside, going for a walk, exercise, whatever it is, journaling, putting on some good soothing music. I don't even know. Laying out and looking out the clouds, like getting in touch with some grass, whatever it is that works for you, how you like to pour love into yourself, do it extra, extra this time. If that means taking that extra long shower where you get every freaking crevice, you know, you know what I'm talking about, especially ladies doing that extra conditioning treatment, that extra face mask. I know you know the type of shower I'm talking about. Do all the things. Because one, this is going to get your mind off some of the anxious thoughts a little bit. Be It's going to be bringing you more present with yourself and, and in those feelings and being able to show and build that trust with yourself that even though these bad things are going on or you feel like you're going through it, you feel so alone, yada, yada, you have your back. You're building that trust with yourself. You love yourself and you can still take care of yourself. And that's going to shoot your confidence up. And then once the clouds go away and you feel a bit more calm and clear-minded, you're going to be so proud of yourself. And I'm saying that because that's exactly how it went for me um, this past week. I did I did the shower. I took myself out on walks. I made sure the place stayed clean. I still kept up with my, you know, friendships the best I could. And, you know, even if I didn't, they were still very understanding because I got freaking amazing friends. Um, and, yeah, just p- putting those into practice. Um, it's going to help so, so much, I promise. Even when you feel like it is the stupidest thing in the world to be going on a walk... If you have to freaking walk angry, power walk. Cool, that's fine. I bet you in 30 minutes, you're going to be not even thinking about your anxious thoughts. You're going to be looking at the bird or that just flew by, the beautiful sunset, feeling the wind in your hair, on your skin, the fresh air. I'm telling you, it just works. Okay, so get your butt outside. Love yourself a little bit through the hard times. Be easy on yourself. And it's going to make this so much easier because being a human... It's freaking hard sometimes, okay? It is what it is. We don't need to explain ourselves. So, you deserve it. <laughs> also, it sometimes helps to think of your future self in this moment. Whatever you'd be grateful for 
in your future and this goes back to like the healthy habits um so whatever you'll be grateful for in the future that do it for that version of yourself so I you know continue to take care of myself for the version of myself that today wanted to not have a bad hair day because especially with curly hair you know how that is you want to like I want to be able to get some film content and look cute not that that's everything but it motivated me enough to do a full hair routine even when when I wasn't feeling my best you know so send that last email then go to your workout class or read your favorite book like get done what you need to get done so that way you you know once you get out of this little slump you will still feel in a good spot you know it won't set you back 10 times faster and also it'll show you all that you're capable of I'm telling you you're probably capable of a lot more than you're giving yourself credit for and this is one of the ways you can find out so the mind is such a powerful tool and once you no longer let your thoughts control you and become the driver you will have so much more power over your life and now i need you to know like i've been saying though this just takes practice i mean i've been really focusing on it for probably almost three years now and i feel like i'm just starting to feel the effects of it and i don't mean that to stress you out i mean that so that way you can look forward to it when you're going through it and you feel like oh my gosh how many times do i have to experience this before i can i can handle it and it have it not just like totally throw off my day um is it gets better and it really starts with your mind so something i like to do and always have um, when it comes to some internal struggles is research i love love learning one I love knowledge and I feel like when it comes to these things I'm trying to understand why I'm feeling certain ways or why I'm having reactions to things some of the best resources I can go to to help me feel better is just learning doing research teaching myself on why I act a certain way or how I react uh, to certain things so I thought it would be really perfect to share something that I actually learned this week. Um, And it happened to be a random notification I got from Twitter. Um, I follow this woman, Dr. Nicole LaPera. She's a psychologist, author, and podcaster. I honestly don't know how I found her, but I love, love, love her content, I swear. She, She just knows. She knows what I'm going through. And she posts the most educational, raw straight to the facts information all around mental health i'm sure everyone could relate to something she's written and she explains it in such a clear normal way that helps soothe what i'm feeling in the moment instantly and then it's also so easy to digest that it's like it's so clarifying and i feel like wow like I feel understood and like that's that's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling okay I can work with that and now I feel like I understand myself a little bit better so hypervigilance is one of the posts she was talking about this week and disclaimer obviously I'm not a freaking doctor do your own research this is not by any means any professional advice but just a term I learned and I love to share knowledge and educate others and maybe this will help someone else you know that's really my goal so hypervigilance I want to share this topic in hopes that it helps someone else um you know it really 
this specifically, like, really, I feel like was the, the switch for me this week, and it helps with my negative habits, and I find that learning about the source of these reactions scientifically can kind of help me do differently in the future, because then I can call myself out and be like, you're being literally sh- so stereotypical right now, come on. Anyway, so, what the post said on Twitter, it said, you're on edge and struggle to focus in conversation. Uh, yeah, duh, literally, <laughs> okay, everything, <laughs> all day, me. Basically, then I went on to explain hypervigilance was, it is the body's way of protecting us from threats. When we are hypervigilant, our amygdala, the threat part of the brain, is sending signals of danger even when danger isn't present. How cute. How nice. Thanks. Thanks, amygdala. (laughs) So the thing is, this is a good thing when we're walking home alone at night, but sometimes we get stuck in this and can't recover. And that's when we have some issues. So things that trigger hypervigilance. Oh, I love, I love how she outlined this. It was, it was like, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Things that triggered hypervigilance, large crowds, stressful environments, new people or situations, stillness, situations you feel out of control, relationships, i.e. lack of communication. And I'm telling you, last week, any mix of these things were just, because I was already in, you know, not the best mental state, where these were all just like setting me off. And I was like, wow, okay, (laughs) crazy. But specifically when it comes to relationships, hypervigilance can look like, oh, I'm going to be left or abandoned, or I can't trust their love for me, my friend is mad or upset with me, or something bad is going to happen to someone I love. And I really like how she gave these very specific examples, because sometimes it can be hard for us to be like, to basically pick out some tendencies that we do that we may not realize are unhealthy. Um, And so she words them in these real situational thoughts so that way you can realize, no, like, this isn't normal. This is hypervigilance. This is your brain overreacting, basically. So in behavior, hypervigilance looks like overreactions to minor events. And now she quotes overreactions because obviously this could be different um, for every everyone, every situation. It also looks like dissociation. You should have seen me last week. <laughs> Inability to trust. High defensiveness. A need to control. And also using food or substances to numb. And then, then, she walks through how to work through hypervigilance. So number one, physical movement. Stress and intense emotional state, she says, needs to be physically released from the body. And I literally mentioned this a little bit ago. And this can be done through any physical movement that helps the body recover. So whatever that is for you, whatever works for you, um, get moving (laughs) if you feel you're in hypervigilant mode. So number two, talk about it. Find support by sharing how hypervigilance impacts you and be open about what triggers this for you. And don't be afraid to ask for reassurance when you need it. This is something that still feels really, really, really weird to me. I am overly independent in a sense. I love to help others, but when it comes to asking for help, I suck at it. So yeah, this one is calling me out. Number three, learn to be in your body is exactly what I was talking about basically the entire of this episode. 
It's called somatic work, she says. When you feel your heart racing, take a deep breath and feel the sensations in your body. Name them. Learn to witness these sensations and then let them pass. This is called emotional processing. Nicole LaPera is freaking amazing. I love how straight to the point these steps are and how doable, realistic it is. And this is really what got me through those few little rough days. Number four, she says self-soothe. Many of us can't regulate our emotions because we never learned to. And so now we can practice self-soothing to regulate our emotional state. Um, She says you could do so through things earlier that I said, like dancing or journaling, anything that works for you. And so number five, she says, you know, seek a practitioner who understands hypervigilance. Um, And it is a symptom of nervous system dysregulation, I guess. So working with someone who brings the body into healing and help relieve the symptoms could be an option. That's a little bit more on, you know, like a next step type of level, I feel like. And number six, she mentions to find your spiritual self. Hypervigilance, she says, comes from our survival brain. I find this stuff so, so interesting. I think humans are crazy. You are much bigger than your survival brain, she says. Find things you love, your passions, and connect with nature. I love nature. (laughs) Funny, because I live in New York City, but I love nature. When you find peace and stillness, you have found your spiritual self. Think about that. When you found peace and stillness, you've found your spiritual self. Now, as someone who's grown up surrounded by siblings in a busy household and now lives in New York City, I think finding peace and stillness has been something that has been super hard for me. But as of late, I have been loving my peace, my quiet time, the stillness, and I really allow it to to charge me and I use that time to work on myself and better myself and I feel like everything around me is benefiting because of it my relationships my reactions to things I feel stronger and more sure in myself and that I can trust myself and know that when things come I'm gonna be able to handle it the world is not gonna crash down and it's gonna be okay so yeah I totally recommend following her on Twitter is what I follow her um, she also has a podcast and um, Dr. Nicole Lepera is her name. If you want to check her out, definitely recommend. Um, but yeah, I just want to bring that up because it's really a reminder that we're human. And part of the human experience involves highs and lows. And really being able to flow with these patterns in life is going to lead to a more peaceful you. And that is the goal. For me, at least. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm assuming you all just want to live peaceful lives. Um, but I think that's where we're going to end it off today. I really like ending it here on that note and leaving you guys with a little bit of information. You learn something new every day. <laughs> um, don't forget to love yourself a little extra this week. Treat yourself to whatever it is you've been meaning to do. And most importantly, be easy on yourself. We are all doing our best that we know how in this very moment. I love, love, love you all so much. Thank you a ton for giving Love Yours a chance and listening and supporting. Please don't forget to rate, leave any suggestions or critiques. I'm so open to um, having so much fun learning all that goes on uh, with having a podcast. So until then, 
I will see you all or <laughs> be with you all next week. Bye.